0: Do you have anything funny from today to start us out? Maybe? Something funny from yeah. today. Yeah.
1: From today, uh, I went over. Uh, I'm roasting someone this weekend, and uh, we were doing a bunch of jokes. Um, Wait, what are you making for dinner? We're roasting a uh, prominent figure. Oh, actually, I can say who it is. It's, we're <laughs>
0: we're roasting Graylin Thornton. Uh, oh. this weekend. You know, I appreciate the res- the restraint, though. Thank you. Usually, you're only good at physical restraints, but that, that metaphorical restraint of not saying someone's, someone's name, name, that is a first. And publicly calling them out? Yeah, so what's your say for
1: it? Ashhole.
0: Welcome back, back, back again. I'm Amp.
1: I'm Mr. Christopher.
0: And today we're talking about. What are we talking about?
1: Well, we could start with ash holes. Oh my God, why ash? Well, I hole? thought of it because I thought of Greylin and then ah. know, he likes to do ash and so Amp ash hole. holes. I want to do a shirt that says ash hole in it. And by it. the way, I just posted this on the On Guard Twitter. Uh, did you see the last time we were at the Eagle that Race Bannon took his first ash in his mouth?
0: I'm pretty sure I helped to, to oh, frame you, it actually. Did but, you frame it? Yeah. You were you were doing the camera? I think you were doing the camera, but I, I moved people out of the way and well, Oh, okay. thank you. I always
1: like it when you block people from okay. ruining a shot.
0: I would love to watch that again so you can hear me in the background being like, I'm glad I told you to record. You weren't you didn't push the record button on that, and I distinctly remember being like, Daddy, you're not recording, Daddy, you're not there you go. I'm glad we said that. I was just giving you compliments. So thank you. <laughs> you were not- Shady. No, I wasn't.
1: I was like, I am so grateful that you are there to block people from ruining the shot.
0: Oh, I thought you said I was blocking the shot. No. Okay. <laughs> Roll the tape back. See, he
1: thinks I'm criticizing. Roll the tape I'm back. Not.
0: You're welcome. High five. High five. And this is What's Your Safe Pod, the sex education podcast that's featuring the kinks currently in And no
1: shade whatsoever.
0: Oh, my God. where did that cloud come from? <laughs> Daddy, how are you
1: doing this week? I'm doing really good. We had a very... Um, we had an eventful but relaxing but busy weekend. So, I uh, I, I want to say no, but you're so tr- you're very true on I that. nailed that one, right? Uh, no, we were we were booked chock-a-block full the entire time. Except we got lots of like what we were booked with was fun, enjoyable entertainment things that we enjoyed doing e- with each other. I almost said to each
0: other. But that I mean, there was two as well. We did things <laughs> together. Um, it was a very packed week. It started, or the weekend. It started out with, we went and saw the new Miyazaki film. Oh, that's right. I forgot about called... that one.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Spirited Away 2. <laughs> Is that not what it was called?
0: Spiritual Boogaloo? No. <laughs> it was called The Boy and the Heron. It's supposed to be his last film, but knowing Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli, like, they they always say it's the last film. Uh, no spoilers, we're not gonna spoil it. But go see it. Go see it with a, a a frame of mind of it's kind of about intense themes, but it's also about the Miyazaki films and how he wants us to be his last one. I think, and mm. how how you spend your life doing something, mm-hmm. and at the very end of it, like how do you want people to remember you? This is a movie that makes me remember all Spirited Away. I remember like Howl's Moving Castle. It gives so many of the films that came before it in one and it was a really nice movie that daddy might have fallen asleep in at I least only once. fell
1: asleep three times and very
0: briefly it's a it's a slow burn but like when things start happening it's like it's a good it's a good film Um, and then we also had our three years uh, twitch anniversary yeah and that was lots of fun I had a good time with that, that we had good. Samson here we had Lux here we had friends Um, and if you're not following us on twitch you're missing out on half the battle no We played some dance games. We did a daddy's favorite part. Do you remember what we did? Uh,
1: My favorite part was uh, the toaster strudels. I can't with you. What? What was it? The toaster strudels. We did every flavor of toast Oh, Pop-Tarts. Sorry. Pop-Tarts. It's the same thing.
0: <laughs> it's really not.
1: <laughs> it's sugar bread that you put in a toaster. Come on. <laughs> a toaster strudels is a little bit more high-end, I feel like. Oh, really? Pop-Tarts? It's just a little bit. End. It's got like
0: flaky crust. Pop-Tarts are just like caked. Anyway, we did a Pop-Tart <laughs> tier list. Um, Actually, surprisingly, while well, brown sugar, cinnamon brown sugar is always my favorite. That was favorite. the
1: winner, I think.
0: No, ego. The ego. Yeah, yeah, that was your winner. And no, everyone the loved the Eggo's. Okay, I'm.
1: I'm not. I'm part of everyone, and I didn't. Love Wrong. Them, so <laughs> I like to disagree with your everyone concept there. Well, uh but everyone did like the brown sugar. That True. you can agree on. True.
0: Um, and then it was just it was a good it was a good weekend Uh, on top of that we also did oh we shot the santa skivvies went to the santa skivvies run yeah
1: and that went really quickly and smoothly so i remember last year well last year it seemed like a lot of setup and waiting and and stuff am i wrong you're not wrong this one just went bam 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 bam
0: yeah last year when we did and this is our on the street interviews for the youtube like you'll see it probably in the new year because it was a new year video that we were filming um but last year was definitely chaotic and uh Not messy, but like it was all over the place. This year we were in and out. It was quick. It was done, and then right after that we went to probably the best thing this last weekend, which was Taylor Swift concert. Oh, it was great. Not
1: the concert, the movie of the concert.
0: A movie of the concert at the cast at the Castro Theater, though. At the Castro Theater. So there
1: was lots of energies because there's lots of queers, and actually lots of teenagers and kids also went too.
0: Oh no, it was screaming gays and then dancing girls in the (laughs) aisleway, and again two different. Groups. Uh, there not were really. tons They're of kind of the same. Tons of like five to ten year old girls brought by their moms were dancing in the uh-huh. aisles of the Castro Theater. It was
1: really cute. So, and this is now my new favorite way to see a concert. <laughs> Instead of paying five hundred dollars for nosebleed seats, I was able to sit there and see everything. And usually when we go to a concert, like when we went to Janet Jackson, the only way you could see her was looking at the Jumbo Tron anyway. So, what's the difference of sitting and watching it on a silver screen than a jumbotron?
0: Well, we could easily go to the bathroom. We could grab yeah. drinks in the Castro lobby. Mm-hmm. You could. Everyone was singing along anyway. It was very it was a very it was a very like fun, immersive experience. But you mm-hmm. didn't have to be at the concert and you could still see everything.
1: And we didn't spend our entire savings going. To
0: yeah, it. It. it was like, what, 20 bucks a person. Yeah, was- it was really nice. Um, and, and then back at it again, we're getting ready for the holiday season. So. We're getting ready to go visit family, which I'm sure a lot of y'all are also doing as you listen to this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it should definitely be an interesting week. Why? I don't know, just family. Family's always fun. No. No. The the why was more telling than anything, Daddy, but you tell us why. Why? Because
1: this trip we're going to have our parents meet for the first time in nine years. Why? (laughs) We're going to do a group lunch and we'll see how that goes.
0: You are, you, okay, but the way you giggle about it makes me know, not, not, doesn't, doesn't allude to, it makes me know that you are just titillated by the, the, the possibility of people arguing or no,
1: something. No, not at all. I don't want anyone to argue. Look into to that camera, which look. our
0: patrons can see and tell them that you are not getting some sort of sexual pleasure uh, by knowing that our. Okay. They're too far. <laughs> <laughs> you love when I am uncomfortable by
1: something though. I I think you're reading far too much into this. I think you're deflecting. Okay.
0: No, 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 no. Look (laughs) at me and say you don't love that I'm a little nervous. Are you nervous? I am, because parents meeting is always a little nerve-wracking. See, I'm
1: actually not nervous. So that's you have a different, uh, I giggle at everything. You have a different, you. you have a different take on this than I do, and you're projecting it onto me. I don't care. I think it's, I think finally after nine years, our parents should meet. A, because it kind of proves to my parents, at least, that you're not just a <laughs> midlife crisis and a fling of a boyfriend like they're used to me bringing home. Or they say they are used to me being home, although my last two relationships were over five and nine years. So I don't understand why they say that. But I digress.
0: <laughs> well, and uh, ding, ding, ding. Am I not officially the longest relationship now? Uh, no, you're tied so
1: my last relationship t- was nine years, days? Year, nine, nine years nine years and how many days i'm not counting Psst. days i don't know but when you get to 10 you will be the longest relationship i've had uh, fine one i more guess year. i'll just, I'll I'll just stay year. here
0: for another year yeah regardless though, it was a really nice weekend it was a reminder of of why we do this shit why we do this work why we have a community that we've built and just got to kind of vibe with it was a lot it was a very loving weekend um, because we got to see our community in person at the Taylor Swift concert, but we also got to see our community online uh, via just the the stream of on Twitch. So I think you guys again are yeah, part of the Twitch so fam. So many people
1: turned out for it. it the was YouTube's, so nice.
0: the pod, a lot of people. It's we're getting to that part of the year where it's the unwrapping of or the wrapped seasons mm-hmm. of things. So I can't wait to see the YouTube analytics. But a lot of people on on Twitter at least were tagging us in their Spotify unwraps. Mm-hmm, I saw and it that. It was really. It was really nice. So They're thank you for the listening. they doing the
1: podcast ones and the Spotify ones.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so sorry, I'm
1: I'm sorry. The Twitch, Spotify. and Twitch, Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. The the Twitch unwraps as well. Though Twitch is oh Twitch is going. Oh, through some- do you have some pup tea? No, today? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a week to to unload to see that how tea. It, how it plays Twitch out. has updated their TOS as far as sexual content and guidelines, and we already skirt the line on most platforms of sexual content. We're just being ourselves, and sometimes we do sex education on Twitch. I really don't do that much sex,
1: sex stuff. Not at all. You, you like muzzle me every time. Maybe that's the problem. Every time I try to be sexual. The problem.
0: At all. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You don't. You don't know the TOS. I don't I, I need. Don't so know how to you toss say things that else. are not a part of the toss. Yeah, I'm gonna toss you out. But they physically. This is just the shorthand. Um, a bunch of female presenting nipples. I, I want to. That's the best way to put it. It's very Tumblr. There were people presenting not nipples, but like doing pasties and then doing like body art. Top half of their breasts. Yeah, and so Twitch kind of retaliated by updating that, but also within that they've they've expanded on the BDSM of it all, and they've said that if you're not labeling your your content as sexually suggestive and adult content while wearing any BDSM gear, which they have specifically outlined as collars. And I don't know if you guys have seen my neck in the last, oh, I don't know, eight years or so. Uh, I kind of wear something around that most of the time though. And so I had a legitimate concern of just being like, I don't want to have to label my content sexually suggestive every day, because there are days where we do sex ed content, mm-hmm. AMAs around BDSM where we educate. And I don't want to have to do that every freaking day because that does limit your reach and Mm -hmm. you won't be on recommended or the home screen anymore, which they've outlined in that, the new update. So I'm gonna give Twitch the benefit of the doubt that they're just kind of being overly aggressive, but I did send them a ticket being like, what does this mean if I wear my collar literally at all times?
1: See, day? I don't think you should have done that. I think you should have just flown under the radar, and they never would have noticed you. But now, because you did that and and pointed it out for them, now they're going to be on your case.
0: Some of us in this room like to ask for permission. Not I like I
1: like to apologize for it later,
0: and even then, you don't like to apologize. I will if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't hear me sometimes, <laughs> but do you hear yourself? So, <laughs> daddy, daddy. oh, I have daddy. daddy, daddy.
1: Okay. Okay. So, I don't know if you've noticed, but when you turn your TV on now, you automatically get bombarded by ads from Wait, Amazon.
0: Wait, this is my complaint <laughs> yesterday. Which and you then weren't even aware of.
1: I have to listen to my puppy complain about it. What's <laughs> See dumb? See how I made it about me?
0: No, you didn't really. So Amazon Fire TVs now, mm-hmm. whenever you turn them on, they immediately start blasting and auto playing ads for things that aren't new. That are just things Amazon has been paid to advertise. Sure. But so here, here's what's so interesting
1: Capitalism. about this. This is what's so interesting about um, this because we're different generations, right? So... The broadcast TV, network TV I was brought up on, we had ads every five, 10 minutes, right? And so we've just gotten used to tuning them out. They annoy the fuck out of you because Because you're not used to seeing ads. No, because
0: I'm specifically paying for Netflix. I'm paying for YouTube premium. I'm paying for Prime. I'm paying for things that don't have ads for a reason. And now Amazon's
1: sneaking them in because you bought their product. I know it's like you're being punished for. Yeah. And they've
0: updated their TV to do this It never used to automatically autoplay. And for me, I cast things from my phone. So what really bugs me is when you cast from your phone to the thing, it used to just automatically load your Netflix or your YouTube or whatever you opened. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to use the remote of the TV. Now you have to find the remote. You have to physically scroll away from the ads which are impossible because it auto plays them Mm -hmm. and it waits for it to be done before the the TV even activates. And then you have to launch, you have to find the app and launch it and then you have to recast it it's such a it's so such annoying. a dumb process. So annoying. Okay, don't make fun of me during. No, I'm broadcast.
1: not. I'm, I'm agreeing with you because everyone hear that I'm agreeing with him. I'm <laughs> watching your
0: face. <laughs> Stop watching my face. Then close your eyes. I'm agreeing. Listen to my words. I, I'm hearing the giggle. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's dumb. It's so dumb. It's so I dumb. hate capitalism. Me Fuck too. Amazon. Well, and fuck so, Amazon who What is Switch? the solution?
1: Is anyone else having this problem? Yeah, I, can, yep. c- can you uh, hashtag #Amazon and just complain about it? No, on The Verge and, did a,
0: an article on it. Yeah. One of their one of their writers also has this issue and wrote about it. Amazon hasn't done nothing. They don't care, and you can you can turn off the autoplay of the ad, but you can't turn off the fact that it will default open to all the ads and is impossible to scroll away from easily. Mm.
1: It's so. So dumb. the solution is just not to buy Amazon TVs, is what I'm hearing.
0: Oh, the solution is I'm honestly can going I'm to look for a free. new TV. Yeah, because yeah. I I I can't use my TV. Yeah. It, it it at all, even with my Apple device. If I turn my Apple device on, it'll launch the TV and it just auto plays the ad. I'm just like, ugh, it's <laughs> dumb.
1: Ugh yeah go ahead
0: (laughs) what's so funny is that doesn't
1: happen on my tv and i have the same thing i have an. you don't have the same tv i do
0: it's not the same model of tv though
1: mine mine is about eight years old i got it when we first started dating it
0: it it didn't have the the built-in amazon fire details i guess i went around it by by buying it multiple times yeah anyway it's dumb it's that that could be our own tea um, but, uh, speaking of, uh, I guess, Amazon slash Twitch, I do have a sexy shout out this week. Is which Twitch owned by Amazon? Yes. Ah. Uh, so fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Wow. It's annoying. You know, it's <laughs> annoying. you think that a thing would work and Twitch does not value its creators unless you get, unless you make them enough money. They don't pay you shit. Yeah. And they yeah, so I've got my own gripes. I love using Twitch, but Amazon is just a capitalistic, money-hungry thing. No one's surprised by that. And they don't get a sexy shout-out. But you know who does? Who? The voice actor of Asterian from Baldur's Gate. Daddy's totally checked don't out. Don't know what that is. So this last on. week, literally yesterday, as we we're filming this, uh Neil, the voice actor of Asterian, uh rated on into my channel on twitch and on twitch there's this thing unfortunately that happens a lot called a hate raid hate raids where people will send their audience or a bot audience to your channel out of nowhere to disrupt your channel will start following with like inappropriate names and so out of nowhere i'm literally playing baldur's gate and i got a raid but i never got a notification for a raid and suddenly two thousand people are in the, the chat they're all following and they all start saying things and I freak out. I think it's a fucking hate raid. Mm-hmm. So I turn on my safety settings and then people are like, no, it's it's real. We're real. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> so the voice actor for Asterian, um, who's one of the only poly characters, it, it's it's a Baldur's Gate won game of the year. This mm-hmm. is something relevant to your interest. No, 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 I I I'm aware. They they won Game of the Year, but it is one of the first games I've seen having open poly dynamics that you can actually have. And you can do so with not just the straight characters, but there is Asterians, one of them can be gay and you can romance him. And then you can also romance his other daddy bear at the same time. And he's okay. Like they actually have open dynamics about how like it's poly, you know, which is just such a progressive thing. So first of all, sexy shout out to Baldur's Gate, but also to Neil. It was very kind of you to, to, to send your community our way. They were very poly. They were very sex positive. It was a really nice day yesterday. As much as it was jarring to start out with it was really kind and cute and um baldur's has got bdsm so that's why there were so many people
1: 2000 is because it's just a bunch of polypods all in
0: yeah they were all watching neil oh. and just <laughs> raided Polypod. on in together <laughs> <laughs> but baldur's gate uh if you're a DD nerd is so much fun I've put about mm, 75 hours into it so okay. far. Okay,
1: everyone says they have fun playing this game, but also I hear more and more com- conversations about how frustrated frustrated people are playing this game. Like what? Uh, well, didn't you go through a whole thing and didn't do something with some old man and uh, it didn't save you what you had done and you had to redo it all for <laughs> hours? That's that's what I got out of the everyone conversation. Conversation. <laughs> was frustrated by. It.
0: Uh, I specifically was doing this really long quest chain, and it is a meticulous game. It's a D and D game, so you have to literally make sure everything's closed. You have to open up every dialogue, every box. You have to make sure no one's watching you go through a chest that they own. It's a very real game, you know, and yeah. it goes through a lot of the specifics. Most games would be like, eh, we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to make the game possible to do that. But you literally like if you're on if you're on someone's bad side or you're romancing a character in front of someone that you're emotionally like or sexually invested in the game, that character will come up to you afterwards and be like, we're actually off now. I saw you gallivanting around with Gail and I do not vibe with Gail. So we are no longer together. Uh, it's It's interesting.
1: Sounds like high school.
0: Well, it's better than high school because you can reload a save and redo the the dungeon. All right. Um, But a sexy shout out to Baldur's Gate. It's a great game. Try it out if you enjoy. It's quite the learning curve. But once you learn it, it's so much fun. Um, And that was that was my weekend. But today's topic, which we're, you know, 20 minutes in and finally got to. um, We were at the Santa Skivvies run and um, I was asking myself, you know, we're talking about some chastity with someone and I was curious we started asking people if, what they knew about Chastity, if they did Chastity, and if they did any manscaping with today's sponsor. <laughs> is that a, was that, that was a was good was, segue? That was a
1: uh, it is amazing how many people did manscape.
0: It's amazing how many people knew about Chastity. That was actually specifically one of the things we were asking about. But if you're looking to step into the new year, maybe try out today's sponsor, Manscaped. Now, where resolutions are met and hairs are neatly kept, Daddy, what's your New
1: Year's resolution this year? I like that one. Uh, My New Year's resolution is,
0: um, I think, to write a book. Ooh, mm. I love that. Mine's actually going to be learning to read more books. Or not learning to read maybe more, I should start reading me. books before I write one. I've got a whole library
1: back here, Daddy. Oh, we, well, we went to City Lights. Well, that's a whole nother topic, but.
0: Anyway, <laughs> if you're looking for a New Year's resolution, maybe try out some manscaping or just scaping of the body in general, because Manscaped is the leader in above and below the waist grooming. So why not make some self-improvements a breeze this holiday season by keeping your body well-groomed, introducing Manscaped's perfect performance package ultra the ultimate all-inclusive kit designed to help make sure you feel clean cut and confident as you should featuring the powerhouse lawnmower 5.0 ultra Mm -hmm. there it is perfect for manscaping all your chassis needs or just keeping your body groomed the next-gen trimmer ensures precision and ease while tackling your toughest hairs. So kick off 2024 with a trim above the rest and use offer code whats 20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's offer code whats 20 You could get a new gift for someone in your life, maybe a stocking stuffer that helps above or below the waist. Daddy also likes their weed whacker, which does what, Daddy? It, it, it trims all my nose hairs right around my septum. It's great for ear hairs, which as I'm getting older, I found they uh, sometimes grow in and they're not always uh, attractive is that why you wear headphones <laughs> no that's so i can hear if you're listening <laughs> but uh they have crop soothers ball aftershave lotions crop preservers anti-chafing ball deodorant and you even get two free gifts with the new ultra package Woo-hoo. so again you can go to offer code what daddy watts 20 at manscaped.com and did we mention that they were waterproof too they come with led lights and have travel safe on off functions nice (laughs) so get that ultra you'll also get some free boxer briefs and the travel shed which keeps all of our potions and lotions safe while we travel this holiday season get out of there mom that's my lube and crop preservers (laughs) thank you manscaped so but we were okay so the 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 idea today yes as I talk to you with my fingers. Why um, are you doing that? Today? I don't know. I was, I was watching someone with nails on the other day. Have you ever seen a drag queen with nails start to talk with her fingers and like do the little, like do, like little fingers that like they clap them together? And your little dog, too. Kind of, yeah. yeah. There were so many drag queens in our Santa Skibbies episode, which you'll see probably in a week or two. But it was a New Year's resolution episode and it got us thinking. We even asked people what they thought the most popular kink of the year was. And so today, we already have studies from 2024 projected most popular kinks. Oh, my goodness. Where'd you get that? Well, I did some research, on Oh, course. okay. Um, actually, it was sent to me by Race Race Bannon, friend of the show, oh. um, who was there that day. We even asked him. And so the next day, he sent me, he's like, they've already projected the next kink of the year.
1: <laughs> A race came up with his drag name this weekend. What's that? Sigarney Weaver.
0: That's good. <laughs> I don't know if Sigarni is a great first name, but altogether, it's, it's, Weaver. It, that's that's pretty good. That that that's pretty good. Um, I do feel though, every time we have this conversation, because w- when I went through, so I did some research of the last couple years, like top kinks, mm-hmm. and at did even you do bottom kinks too. No, I didn't. But we can do like a, what about a year? verse. No, still no. Okay. Um, that wasn't the point. The point was we were talking about New Year's resolutions and like kinks people wanted to try, maybe their most favorites, and also which one they thought was the most popular. But within a lot of the research, kink and fetish is always so interchangeable to people that are trying to clickbait articles and people that work at BuzzFeed or these other articles that we'll go through. And I feel that it's necessary to once again differentiate what a kink is and what a fetish is. And I don't. I, I
1: always fail this
0: i know and so daddy what do you think
1: <clears throat> a kink is something kinky and a fetish is something fetishy how's that
0: <laughs> would you say okay so the the, the differentiation here
1: uh uh-huh. i don't know what a verb or an adverb is either so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what a noun is because yes. you're looking like one a kink is generally something a preference, an extracurricular that you like, you, you enjoy. It's something fun and outside the social norm, maybe. Whereas a fetish is kind of like a hyperfixation that is a, a, almost like a super kink that you need in order to get off. Does that so make sense? So you can't
1: get off without doing it. The generally, kink you can get off without doing it.
0: Many experts will describe a fetish as a, a sexual need or a uh, uh, mandatory, well, a kink is more of a sexual preference. So how can you tell the two apart? Someone who gets aroused by their partner wearing a high heel during sex um, has a high heel kink. Someone who can't get aroused without their partner wearing it, like they can't get fully off, someone who can't get aroused at all is a fetish. Is a fetish. Um, some experts can also describe fetishes as erotic superchargers, which I've never heard it called before. <laughs> But that doesn't mean they are necessarily for the sex either. So again, kink is like a fun extracurricular that you like and enjoy. Fetish is generally a hyperfixation that you need. And I've heard people call fetishes um, revolving around a body part or a specific action or like underwear fetishes, you know? But I think that it becomes a little bit more interchangeable depending on how it's described. Because obviously you can't like wear puppy play, but puppy play could be a fetish of yours if you're super into puppy play, you know? Anyway, that's kind of, that's the general, that's the general terms. I always think it's helpful to explain that because people will interchange fetish and kink, which I don't generally mind. But when you start to get into it, like you have to kind of explain that. Especially when it comes to like, we look at like the arguments of like kink at pride and... And or what's been really popular this last week on my timeline, furry conventions and no fetish gear. People Mm. love to use the term fetish gear when what they're really talking about is is adult theme oriented clothing, and or extracurricular things that happen behind closed doors. Yeah, and so the fetish goes better with furry because it's like FF. Like, well, that's that's the other thing. That's the other thing. And we we're not furry shaming. I love our furry community. We were lovely guests at MFF. Yeah. So it's. Oh, sorry, it's, TFF. I'm getting confused now. Because. FFs. No, well, MFF is one, Midwest Fur Fest, and Texas Fur Fest, TFF is what we went to. All of these conventions have FF in the title, but they're saying no to kink. Hello? <laughs> Do you know what FF stands for in the kink community? <laughs> uh, fist fucking, generally. Yeah. I just think What if funny. you were a
1: furry fist fucker festival? That'd be for us. Uh, that's
0: uh, uh, FFF um so anyway i wanted to cover some of the top kinks i wanted to just give a shout out to the difference between kinks and fetish again some of these articles that we might reference might interchangeably do them back to back but daddy i am curious first and foremost according to clips for sale do you know clips for sale the site no do they sell clips we've worked with them so i would hope you would know oh absolutely Uh, zipper magazine is owned by clips for sale technically gotcha who we've worked with a number of times before a wonderful publication online run by sunny megatron and a few other sex educators who write stuff for them we've done videos with them Um, but clips for sale has already told us what the 2023 top kink was according to their site and to keep in mind this is a this is a sex site so a site that sells clips of porn Okay. What do you think the top kink, according to Clips for Sale, was in 2023? Feet. Nope. Uh, feet was when we asked people on the street. A, a few people did say feet for the top fetish, and mm-hmm. while it is a while it is a very popular fetish most years, it was not the top one according to Clips for Sale. Uh, top one. I don't want to be anal about it. Rimming. It's not rimming. Okay.
1: Your, 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 your hint I'm trying to help
0: to, it. I, yeah, know. No, it, it it might if you fisting no uh anal play close uh it's a specific kind of anal play uh, that usually uh, requires you to strap on or strap in pegging yeah ding 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 so according to Especially with furries sale, no well maybe but yeah. some furries have what are called mer suits and there's a little zipper for a dick mm. but getting your dick out of a exactly suit, you know, i just, some people if they're very 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 well endowed, doubt it's easy to see the dick yeah. but what if you're like you know more moderate like i've seen not that there's anything wrong with that but it might be harder to get your dick out i know this is my thing i'm like how do furries fuck so sale on pegging specific videos during the last year mm-hmm. uh, were up 81% from wow. 2021 to 2022. That's a huge jump. Yes. Followed closely by, what do you think the second one was, maybe? This one's very furry, Jason, as well. Uh, uh you, you might say it could be nom-nom-nominated. Feeding. Close. Uh, There's a specific word. Cleaners. I mean, no. Starts with uh, the V. Uh, uh, vendetta. Yes, V for vendetta. Guy <laughs> Fox mask, very popular. Uh, v- voracious appetites might enjoy this kink. <laughs> it's it's vor. Vor. Yeah, vor. Do you remember what vor is? Yeah, that can't be the top. It was the second. It was the most popular by by it was the second most popular. Vore is the second popular yeah. most popular kink. It was on, on Clips for Sale. So, let's okay. keep in mind this is one specific site, very valid one of the top sellers of pornographic content. It's it's not it's not uh Pornhub, which usually of does all their the people year. people I know,
1: I don't even know one person into it. Actually, that's not true. I know two people into it.
0: I would say that when it comes to clips for sale, they're they're selling content. It's not people openly talking about it as much as buying it, and they're mm. just tracking the details. What do you think the third one was? The third tops?
1: Well, now I don't... I, I,
0: <laughs> it's something you're into. Flattening. No, that's a good guess, though. Um, not right. Something I'm into? Yeah. Uh, I, I believe you. You got this locked. Fisting. You've got this on lock. Casting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. Um, so that was their top three of 2023, and what I do appreciate about Clips for Sale is they've already given us what they think will be the top fetish or kink of 2024.
1: How would they know that?
0: It Based, hasn't even occurred yet. But they've looked at the past. So what they did to to pretty much look at their their past history and and give us the 2023 was they looked at the trends online leading up to 2023 including TikTok, Twitter, uh, other social platforms. And they think according to this, they are sh- they are shooting large, they are getting big, they are really focusing on the biggest kink that they think gainer. Could... No, but it is something that revolves around being large. Um I'm seeing if we can get this out of Daddy's head. Oh god. Uh
1: something around being large. Mhm. Uh pfft. Attack of
0: the... Killer Whales? No, it's a movie. (laughs) Attack Attack of the Martians? No. Attack of... She might be wearing some high heels. Uh, The 50-foot woman? 50-foot woman? That's a kink? Giantist fetishes... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Or macrophilia. A sexual desire for giants is fantasizing about or associating the line of giantess dominating okay, and humiliating how, how
1: can they project that an obscure fetish is going to be the most favorite one
0: this included being stepped on being sat on um or alternatively an average stars an average size women according to clips for sale uh having sex with a you know 13 foot woman giant fetishes are included in this um the fetishation of giant women is a sign of the times when clips for sales spokesperson avery martin in the press release said the giantess is in what is at once sexualized and feared more of everything you desire but at the same time able to consume you okay so how do you
1: practice this how many 13 foot women are there
0: well, not, not that many. Exactly. But, 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 but This is my point. <laughs> I, did you see? You, you didn't. Uh, Lady D or Lady Lady Demetresque from, it, it was a very popular video game. Uh-huh. It was. Uh, so this is having sex with video games. No. <laughs> <laughs> you kids. I <laughs> don't Probably understand too. you sometimes. Resident Evil The Village was a video uh-huh. game. One of the very first games I Twitch streamed. Uh-huh. So two, three years ago. It featured a very large woman. People called her "Dami Mommy because she was like this vampire giant. She was huge. And people went wild for her online.
1: Oh, that movie we just saw, Dungeons and Dragons. Wasn't there a couple where a really... Yeah. He he was tiny. Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper was into very large, giant women. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I get it. See, that's where it's coming from. Dungeons Incorrect. and Dragons made this a new fetish in, and now in, everybody is nope. whacking off to it.
0: Anyway, uh, Avery <laughs> Martin, the Clips for sales spokesperson, goes on to say, in the past few years, as public debates have raged over masculinity and femininity, alphas and betas Women have taken up increasing space in cultural imaginations and, and online social platforms. Evident on TikTok, where videos under the tag "giantess Growth Dreams have over 1 billion views. Similar phrases like "giantess Growth and Shrinking and "giantess Shrinking Her Boyfriend have millions of views each time you look for them. So it's like Gulliver's Travels, but not with Gulliver, with Gullivus. G- Shut <laughs> Gwen, 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 Gwynnever. I, I'm not saying that, that that will be. I don't know that that's going to be accurate, but I think that it. I, it's-
1: I don't understand how it could be. First, I, I'm not kink shaming anyone, but how do you practice this kink? It's got to be through cartoons and art, right?
0: So many of these things are fantasy, daddy.
1: Yeah. So through cartoons and art.
0: People do it through VR, people do it through cartoons, video games. Uh there's a lot of ways in which you can practice. Like I've gone into VR chats with like headsets and whatnot and practice that. A lot of people, especially with the TikTok stuff, it's POV. You know, you're you're setting up a camera and pretending to be larger, or maybe you're the POV of the, you know, the boyfriend. So this is funny
1: because I have gotten two like um, what do they call it? Uh requests. Yeah, request to do private videos pretending to be a giant and squishing someone. Uh,
0: okay. Oh, well, come on. You're well, don't I don't even here. know you're how to shoot yourself?
1: that. How do you shoot that? I don't know how to a shoot POV that. Get a POV
0: shot. Get a wide-angle camera, put your phone down on the ground, and pretend to step on them or sit on them. I break my phone. I don't want to step on my phone. No, you're pretending. <laughs> Literally. Okay, listen. I did some research. There's tons of porn out there of—and it's there's tons of gay shit, too— of people being put into like rat cages and hamster cages and like doing jerk off instructions of someone who's like inside it's just someone putting their gopro in a cage Hmm. that's all and you carry around the cage and you talk down to them you belittle them but in a fetishy way and people love that shit and it's all really straight leaning guys but it's like making fun of the gay boy so you're getting bullying you're getting domination wait the person in the cage is straight or gay no, the person in the cage is you, in the cage is you. It's a POV thing. I'm the person in the cage. Yeah, you're shrunk down. You tiny little insignificant rat. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and naked, then, and you're you don't have clothes, and you can't so cover how up. How am I gonna shoot that? No, the video is the POV. Are you listening? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> the person buying the thing is inside the cage. It's a POV thing. You are role playing, right. so is- they're in the cage. I'm trying to explain to you how people are ex- experiencing <laughs> this kink. Yes, they are know in the cage. Who's where. The person in the cage is a POV shot. It's a GoPro. Uh huh. You're pretending to be the GoPro in the cage. I'm pretending to be the GoPro in the game. I cannot. And and, and in in two weeks, he'll be like, I created this new version of porn that was my idea. And he'll pretend it was all his idea, too. You heard it here, podcast listeners. You heard it here. I I think I need you to
1: draw me a diagram of what's happening and where.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I do see that if 2023 had Vore being a very large one, this kind of plays into Vore chastity because then much. i could eat
1: them while they're in the you cage you
0: literally could people will have little tiny dolls you know we've been watching a lot of ted lasso the little army men mm-hmm. people pretend to have little army men that look like the model that was shrunk down mm. quote unquote, i'm doing bunny ears People do very minimal editing for these things. I did some research. I bought did, a few videos. Did you too. ever
1: see the movie, uh, The Incredible Shrinking Woman, played by Lily Tomlin? No.
0: But I bet you That's it was real sexy, right? Way ahead of
1: the time. And she would probably looked great, right? She looked like uh, a housewife, but yeah. People are into housewives. I know. But uh, it, 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 she, she wasn't like in negligee or anything.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so like again, I did some research, uh, both anecdotally and personally. I bought some of the gay stuff just to try it out and see what it was like. It was kind of hot the way that people like dem- demeaned and belittled the the shrunken person. It's very power play. Okay. It's very transformative. I'll i need to watch one of these to wrap my head around it. I think. Okay. Maybe we'll check in next week. I'll will okay. send you some of the stuff. Okay. Is Here. it is it bro- groundbreaking? No. And. What I didn't like about this content and probably why it's so inflated on clip, not inflated, but very large, is these these guys sell the stuff in parts. So the first one is like a five minute video. The second one, they're not even naked in the first three videos of a four video series. You know, it's just all jerk off instruction, belittling. And I'm all here for it, but at the same time, I was like, I have to buy another one just to see your dick. So clips for sale, make it, give me a whole packet, no. Um, But within researching this, Mm -hmm. uh, I also pulled up a few lists from previous years to see how kinks have changed over the years. So we've gone through 2024 projections. We've gone through 2023, according to Clips for Sale. I'm looking forward to the Pornhub Year in Review, which will probably happen next month. Um, But I also looked at 2022. And according to Mashable, you were on the right track earlier. Um, Some might say you were in the right footsteps. What do you think the, the top kink of the year, according to Mashable, was? Yep. In 2022, feet or foot was the most popular fetish term searched for. That makes sense because it's a much wider audience. And worldwide, that was the top kink for a few years, um, I think throughout the last decade, looking Mm -hmm. into some of this. But having a fetish for feet, very normal. We've done foot fetish videos. And even talked about it a little bit in the Skivvies reviews, because people were like, why is that? Why is feet so popular?
1: And people, I was like, people ask me for it all the time, and I, and I forget and your to do is, Well, I forget to do it, because it's not something that I'm personally into. But it's very easy to do, if I remember.
0: No, no. My question was, and your answer is, why is it most popular? Yeah, What's why? Why? No, I'm asking right. you. No, I'm asking you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, don't stop me when I'm talking. Um, because it's it's theorized. First of all, you share a, a neural brainway, a pathway with your pleasure center. It's right next to your feet center, what controls the foot within your brain. So you share that neural pathway, some people think. Um, we also think that during like when, when um, women's rights were becoming more important and the feminist movements uh, first started, that... People were just turned on by women. Women magazines always had a focus on shoes and feet. And that was also the time when STIs, at the time STDs, were rampant. And so people were scared of the actual genital region, whether you were a guy or a girl. Um, And they focused on the foot because it was like this external hyperfixation that was also kind of phallic to some people.
1: Yeah, you couldn't really get an STD. You could just get plantar warts. Or
0: or foot foot fungus. I don't know. (laughs) Um, but within 2022, that was a top search term according to Mashable. Hmm. Um, according to, oh, let's see, what was the 2021, uh, the most Googled kinks, which we actually did a video on at the very top. I, so going through the list, the very top of most lists when it came to kinks and fetishes was masochism. And that feels like a cop out because why? Because masochism is such an overarching like umbrella term, you know. Yeah, um, and within these lists, what really that's like bothers me—how is that like saying bottom?
1: No, I mean yeah, overarching. I'm, you mean I'm the bottom of my feet? No, just just bottom encompasses half the audience, right? So does masochism. Well,
0: that's assuming that fifty percent of a kink audience is a bottom, and we know that's not true based well, on know, San but, Francisco. Yeah. No, no, I get what you're saying. Um, but that's that actually brings up one of the problems I have with these, these clickbaity top kinks and fetishes of the year, at least when I was going through it. No one, unlike what we did at the beginning, no one clarifies what a kink versus a fetish is within these articles. No one kind of gives you the data points that they're looking through besides top Google search terms. And they don't tell you based on what. Like based on a demographic, based on around the world, based on the states. That, that's why I'm questioning the clips for sale, knowing what? that VOR
1: will be the... Not VOR. Oh.
0: We just talked about it. What is it?
1: Oh, the, the uh, large people. What is <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Giant. Giantress giantess, giant gi- giant yeah, G- ginormous oh
0: my god help please
1: hippopotamus um, ginormous <laughs> it, it's
0: it's interesting because you look at like the 2021 there was a, a a sex research most googled search terms masochism was at the top in 2021 and then it went to voyeurism then corsetry then sadism then face sitting and you don't even get to what would I consider a proper kink like an actual kink until yeah. the fifth thing on the list, which is face sitting and the sixth thing, which is sounding.
1: What happened to cake sitting? Remember that when that was a big thing, is that just falling off
0: the map? Oh no, people are still into that. Okay. It's just not one of the top search terms. Okay. I just, I want more. And this is the, the, the educational person, the educator, the, the person who likes to look at data sets in me saying, based on what, why, where where besides some google search terms are you finding this stuff and what is the anecdotal evidence that is what were these people searching for were they just on clips for sale were they are jerking off or they're pulling the page and looking specifically for a type of fetish cool but that's why i call that out as a clips for sale thing because they are selling you porn mm. they're not looking for education which is what some of these lists might be they're not looking for terms based off of a tiktok trend Which is where we get a lot of our video ideas is when a TikTok trend turn like that comes out of nowhere. Like, do you remember when we did that video on Pleasure Doms? Yes. That was a TikTok trend for that month. It's on none of these lists. And now it's gone. That's what I was saying. Oh, I know. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I'm I'm agreeing with you that I think it's not. Well, that's what a trend is, right? Yeah.
1: It's a trend. It it comes and it goes really quickly.
0: Hopefully it comes more than once. Well, it depends on the fetish. Especially if you're paying for five (laughs) scenes just to get the guy naked at the end of your
1: giant It depends on the kink, not fetish.
0: Good job. Yeah, I learned. But some of these people are so enthralled in it. It is a fetish. And... They, they inflate that that search term because that's all they are searching for. There's literally a quickie mark called come and go. So that was that built I sure hope they do. <laughs> I just think that, and this is maybe me not warning people, but asking people when they do these, like, give me more data sets. Give me more information. Yes, I want to know the top kinks. But if I'm looking through the 2021 list and I don't see an action in kink, like, Voyeurism's fun i like it but mm-hmm. it was the top the second top one in 2021 based on what give me more data i want to digest it you know mm-hmm. like when we did our our surveys which we will never do again too much work on my end for Shh, people's flack <laughs> when i'm using words incorrectly and saying weird i'm, I'm weird i call myself weird. weird all the time yeah um but I, I i love data sets i just want more and then Looking through the years, there are so many different lists. Like, in 2023, there were multiple lists that I found. I'm glad to see people getting more sex positive. But there were some lists that said 2023 was the year of, for instance, again, Clips for Sale said it was the year of pegging and vor and chastity being the top three things. Right. Then I found a list on, what was this one? HuffPo and Google Trends. So the Huffington Post. hmm who said the top search term and most Google thing was sadism? Okay, which is again another umbrella term. Yeah, which is fine, but the actual actionable kink—the first one that came up on that list was CBT, which oh. was not in Clips for Sales list.
1: Yeah, so maybe they just have different audiences.
0: Well, or what is the other? I want to see the. And I want to see what other stuff they're never going to tell you. I know. But <laughs> that's why. That's why I say whenever I see someone going off on those lists, like. Uh. Don't believe them is pretty
1: much what i'm saying well, then and then Do your you, own you, research. then just you have to disregard our entire podcast then.
0: <laughs> and that's the joke no i'm not saying disregard i think it's still interesting You just said disregard i just said disregard them oh okay. not us but on that that same huffpo list uh the the third most googled kink in there according to them um oh and at the very top of this it said they excluded unsafe kinks they literally excluded unsafe kinks in this 2023 HuffPo list. Well, because they don't want to promote them, probably. There's a difference between unsafe and illegal, because mm-hmm. we did that that most horrifying podcast during Halloween. Yeah. And we excluded the illegal stuff, because we didn't want to promote that. I get it. But I want to know what was considered unsafe, honestly. Breath play. Yeah. But, but then the third thing on their list, which was considered safe, I guess... Was uh claustrophilia. Just being claustrophobic? Claustrophilia is being sexually roused or interested in being confined in a small space.
1: Yeah. So actually that kind of goes with the other one in, in the
0: You gotta be more specific than the that, other one. That
1: goes with clips for sale because uh they said the gigonormous one. Uh, so oh, the so God. putting you in a small what is it? Gigonormous. No, what is it? Gigonormous. I will wait.
0: I will waste <laughs> the next 10 minutes of the podcast that is left if you do not.
1: I don't know. What was
0: it? <laughs> what is the root word that we are talking about? Gig. No. Giant. Uh Huh? What is a female giant? Giantitis. Are you, you, you are such a brat. <laughs> for the record, for the record, giantess. Giantess. Giantists. That's, so that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> it does kind of go hand in hand with giantists. It's transformative. It's people feeling. So they might have sensations. the same data. They're just calling it different things. Sure. That's my point. I agree with you. We got there. Uh, the fourth thing on that 2023 HuffPo list was vicarphilia, which I've never heard. So I have a really hard time understanding how that is the one, two, three, four, fourth top thing.
1: Is that like smelling Vicks vapor rub? No, no. <laughs>
0: it's living vicariously through things so living vicariously through porn maybe or reading erotica but how are they how are they delegating that how are they designating that what what is how did they come to terms with that as a term as one of the top terms apparently 3.6 million people each year search for it but isn't a vicar a Catholic priest, though? Not to be confused with that is what the, the article actually ah, says. Ah, <laughs> Okay, he's going to say because that'd be
1: very easy to confuse, um, and, and it would be very <laughs> unfortunate to put Ophelia after that.
0: <laughs> so again, from the last year, and this is again, a HuffPo. Uh, other stuff included after that humiliation. That's a pretty, I, I believe that role play. I believe that cuckolding or. That could include chastity play, mm-hmm. um, age play, ABDL, and other other kinks there, impact play, and then mummification was on that top list in 2023 as Why well. Why are you surprised by that? I don't know. Mummification seems very specific. Why wouldn't bondage be on there, you know? And mm-hmm. that again, that goes to my my, I want to know more. Mm. But it's interesting to look at the terms because it tells us what people are searching for, even if we don't know specifically the context. And it did teach me. I honestly had never heard of Vicker Vickerphilia, which is why I'm so skeptical. I can't get off Catholic priest every time <laughs> you say that. <laughs> it reminds me of the song "Have You Checked Your Butthole" by Yes, because he says it, vicar.
1: the and, vicar. <laughs> it was down to the seventh hour or something.
0: Wow, yeah. you do you do, I do listen, listen when pay
1: attention once in a while. Sometimes,
0: <laughs> but that leads me to. So we've got our we've got the 2023 top kinks. We've got our projected, very large and in charge, uh, giant porn coming down the pipeline. But what do you think is actually going to be the twenty twenty four top kink? Based on our year, based on the content we make, like I see more chastity, I see more hypno stuff as we talk about it Chastity's more. Chastity
1: is definitely growing.
0: Well, well yeah, or So shrinking. you're just naming your own kinks. No, but but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, do you know the, our kinks that we're talking about are in this trend? Sure. We're trendsetters. <laughs> no, it's not just us, but we we do content based off of what we see in the in the the community, general yeah.
1: zeitgeist. What? In what we see in the community. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, what do you think? I'm curious. What you think?
1: I think. Well, I think. I think Chastity is the next puppies when it comes to kink. Um, maybe Hypno. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree.
0: I'm trying to think of like. What are trends that are happening right now? I think like pleasure, a lot of cosplay going on. Oh, so maybe an, an, an like that might impact role play. Role play was on the list this last yeah, year. Role play, according to the Poe, um, and I'm citing all my sources. After that fucking four hour video that people are still raving about, a lot of cross dressing too. And mean, we, we say that respectfully. We're not trying to belittle or demean people that are into dressing up um a lot of people get bent out of shape when you use that term oh, really? because it can be seen as inappropriate that's and just it, that's just my era that's what we call it. what do you call true. it uh role play dressing up um some people do use cross dressing, but I don't. How's cisification better than cross dressing though? Because I think that there is there is trans I, I experiences. That, that because cross, listen, yeah, I'm don't listening. ask a question, then talk over me. <laughs> because cisification, at least in my mind and in, in in my community and how we we've talked about it, is demasculating someone. Whereas sure. cross. N- let me finish. Mm. Whereas cross dressing is generally a lot of the toxic masculinity that gets off on that is also generally very misogynistic and how it's shown in pop culture. I know,
1: turn. but my thing is, if we're talking about terminology, yeah, cisification only goes one way. It's from like masculine to feminine. So if you're okay. saying cross, that goes both ways. So you could sure. go from feminine to masculine as well. So why would that be more offensive?
0: Well, a woman I, taking I, the it power sounds more
1: inclusive. You love asking questions. <laughs> no, I do. You, you, you have to hear
0: my side too. <laughs> I just, I'm not saying I it in a, say, in a derogatory way. I would say, and this comes from a cis white male, so please, I, I, I realize my privilege there. I would say that when women dress up as men, mm-hmm. um, they are taking back the power from the man. Which, in a society where women are so like attacked for being women, to then have those same men who are attacking women for being women dress up as women, it's almost insulting. Yeah. It's, it's tone deaf. It is rude. It is misogynistic. Whereas the opposite is seen as taking back the power by society. When women dress, dress up as men, we just watch Taylor Swift, full circle moment. She has a song about being in the man, you know? She'd be the man's man, man. And I do have a problem with that. She rhymes man with man multiple times in that song. Rhyme man with something else that sounds like man. <laughs> so feminine to
1: masculine is uh, empowering. But masculine to feminine is... Because a lot, especially if you're saying sissification, you're taking the word sissy and ridiculing someone for it.
0: You are humiliating someone. In that, in sissification, I see it as humiliating someone who's generally very masculine. And of course, you should always consent to your kinks. But I'm just saying societally, like, sissification feels like you are belittling someone who is masculine to be like, ha ha, you're so feminine and insignificant. Whereas when someone's cross-dressing, if we're using that term.
1: But what if they don't want to be belittled? But if they are. We're talking
0: about general societal norms, no, know, not but, specifics. I know. You, you're but are
1: talking about terminology too. Yeah, I know. And So what I, I'm saying is, if a so, uh, uh, male presenting wants to wear feminine clothing, but maybe that makes them feel empowered and they don't want to be teased for it.
0: And, and again, while not problematic, has evolved because it was generally used to attack trans people. You know, it was a term that was used. It promoted the idea that clothing had like a specific gender, which is why I think a lot of people have moved away from it and was used as a derogatory, again, with other words that we don't use anymore, you know, like the old bar events that you had at the powerhouse that we don't use that start with a T word, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that it's, uh, like many things in, in our, our, our zeitgeist, uh, we have a history with it that we can be respectful of, that some people still use to describe their their kink or what they're into. Um, but I think that nowadays we we look at sissification, which you think is it. How, how do you how do you see cisification yourself?
1: So it, and I get that terminology changes. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's changed so rapidly. Sometimes people in my generation can't keep up. So we're using terminology we've always used, not in a disrespectful way, yeah. but because that is what we know. We can't keep up it's just like the word queer queer was a horrible word for my generation and now people are just saying it willy-nilly to encompass everything that is remotely gay um and we had to get on board with that but that was a hard pill for us to swallow my point about taking that word that we're talking about and defining it only as sissification, you're taking another word that we were ridiculed for being sissies yeah. was a derogatory term. So why take a derogatory term? And I get that there's a part that is into sissification for humiliation aspects. I myself included, but my question is why does that term now have to include everyone who enjoys wearing female presenting clothes that may not want to be humiliated by it may not be want to be, be a sissy for it they sissy. just they like
0: Drag, Yeah. Like well, drag, drag is a form of dressing as a different gender or different gender expression or in another form of clothing. Again, this kind of goes back to and why why some people moved away from it is like assuming the gender of something based on the, the presentation. Like, you know, people should be allowed to dress however they're comfortable. I think feminization or sissification, whichever term you use, I think they're interchangeable for some people, but they are seen as emasculating or humiliating to others. I think feminization is Maybe the more respectful term. That you, would
1: probably be a better term. yes. Yeah. Because it would incl- it'd be inclusive of a wider
0: audience. I mean, so feminization is is interchangeable to sissification in some of the ways in which we talk. Much like kink and fetish, people interchange the, the two of them, and people find a word that they prefer. But
1: the word sissy mm-hmm. is very triggering for my generation. I get that. So, and I, I feel that in, yeah. in
0: your response. And why I'm not saying that you can't use those terms, but I think that being empowered context, this entire conversation is about context and how yeah. you find something, is important. And I'm not saying you can't use the word. I'm not saying you're wrong by using the word. I'm saying... Do we know why we use this word? Do we know why people find it problematic? And in our, my generation, not maybe not yours, cross-dressing was seen as this, this, this inappropriate taboo because it was always used to put down trans people and sometimes put down drag queens. But then these masculine toxic men would use it to get off to, and in a misogynistic way, sometimes not every time, it was seen as like problematic because they're assuming the gender of something and then at the same time making these policies against lgbtq people you know so would you prefer feminization as a as a instead of cisification? clearly sure okay can we agree to disagree on that sure and hey this is a great time for y'all to jump in i'm happy to have an entire podcast on cisification, feminization dressing as the other gender or as a gender that is not your own um but that's not what this podcast is about. So that, that can of worms has been popped all the way off at this point. Um, but regardless, like I, I appreciate it with this, this conversation got heated, but it's in no way saying that anyone's experience is invalidated, but more so asking you to just step back and look at what you're talking about, because that's important when you have a conversation is to be using anecdotal evidence, but also you're allowed to use your personal biases, your own opinions, but being able to differentiate those, pull them apart. And not just hyper focus on one thing that you might have a history. Did you have? Did did sissy get used for you as like a derogatory growing up? I'm curious.
1: It was used for most gay men. Yes.
0: I never for me, and that again, hmm. not invalidating the experience, but I can. I, I I'm feeling. I'm feeling. And
1: the, so was the the term queer. Use if you had said that word thirty years ago, it would be you would have been sitting there going, oh, we can't use that word. I get And that. now look at this. Thirty years later, yeah. we're going. We're going to the queer pride parade. Yes, so, I know. Yeah.
0: Words have power, but words change and they're they're repurposed or, and or the power is taken back, but I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that you aren't allowed your experience. I'm simply saying that we we move, we grow, we evolve in terms change as do kinks and or fetishes, even if you don't know the difference between the two for some people who write these very well-written articles that don't know how a fetish and a kink are different. It's it's words have power and having these conversations expresses not only that the history that power oh maybe this should be a whole other topic to talk about i think having an actual woman and femme presenting person would be a much better conversation for this topic in general you are derailing and stealing the end of this podcast (laughs) and making this podcast about something completely unrelated maybe maybe sissification will be up there as well i don't know uh i i kind of agree though chastity and hypno i think are on the rise i don't know i had someone today as we're ending out the podcast i had someone today on on twitch Asked me, so what do you think about the the trend going around that puppy play is no longer a kink? And I said, what? They said, yeah. And a bunch of my puppy group chats were talking about how puppy play is not really a kink anymore because it has outgrown the kink community and now it's so normal. And I said, to who? <laughs> I don't think that's true. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Which brings us back to that joke of like, uh, monogamy is now going to be a, the new kink because it's so un, uh, unseen Nobody's and unheard of.
1: Practically monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's people using their own experiences and their own uh, group as the basis for normal uh, or the basis for a wide reaching audience, um, because that's all they see around them are like minded people.
0: Agreed. No, no. And and that's where having your own experience absolutely allowed and valid. But. I think that having the context is also important because in the list we look at here, the context of things people are wanting to jerk off to in the privacy of their own home might be different than the Google HuffPo articles that are trending just based on t- search terms people are looking for. It doesn't make it sexual. It might be educational. It might be because someone mentioned a term on TikTok or maybe a, a TV show featured something that people then wanted to search for. I'm more so asking at the end of this podcast that when you see search terms and lists like that, Look at the context. Look at the information that you're looking into. Ask yourself, why is that so popular? Or what isn't causing this spike in something? Because that does help you to contextualize and also maybe learn something in the process of the human experience. Agreed. Daddy, where can people find you if they're looking for you on the lines? If you
1: want to see me uh, doing some specification, go to MrChristopher.com. Uh, if you want to uh, check me out on my new TikTok, you can go to MrChristopherWeston.
0: You can find me everywhere at Pupamp. Amp. You can find everything else at What's the Safe Word or what's the word.com We're on Twitch. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. And if you're on Patreon, you get to watch us grim person. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. So what did you what kind of clothing did you get? So I got this
1: like fishnet bodysuit with ah. that makes actually my tits look really good. Yeah,
0: what else? Explain the explain the outfit for me. It's all lace. And it
1: goes up over the neck, and it's got the crotch cut out, and it goes all the way. It was really hard to get on my legs, actually. <laughs> I don't know how people wear pantyhose. That's, that's like, my toenails snagged it all the way oh, down. Oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh.
1: So, yeah. And then I tried to put on my boots over it, and the buckle on my boot caught it and snagged it, too. Oh, no. So it's, it's probably not going to last very long. <laughs>